Hello. Welcome to Bible Bedtime. My name is Dana, and I'm your host. This is episode 131 of Bible Bedtime, and I will be reading Exodus 37. We are coming very close to reaching our first 100,000 downloads, listens to Bible Bedtime. I remember just a little over a year ago when I started the podcast and the first time there were a hundred downloads. I was ecstatic. And then we hit a thousand downloads and I realized that would more than fill an auditorium of people. And 10,000 just seemed almost beyond imagination. Now as we look at a hundred thousand, I am simply humbled that so many people have welcomed me into their home, into the most quiet, personal, private time of their day as they are falling asleep. It is an honor and a privilege to have you join me and the rest of the listeners. Thank you so much. One of my favorite things to do is to look at the map of where listeners are. And I do this almost every day and I will just click on a country on that map and look at the cities represented and I will say a prayer for each of those countries and cities because we are all part of God's family. Today I clicked on Saudi Arabia. And although we have listeners in many, many towns, villages, and cities, of course, most of the listeners are in Riyadh. And so tonight, if you are in Riyadh, if you are anywhere in Saudi Arabia, know that my prayers are with you. I know that your life is vastly indifferent from my life, that your culture is different from my culture, perhaps even your language. But you are still my brothers and sisters in Christ, and I pray nothing but the best for you and your health, your family, and right now for your
peaceful night's sleep. For everyone else in the world listening, I do want to remind you that we are approaching the end of season two, and I do plan to make a couple of changes in the way that Bible bedtime is done. As I said in a previous episode, I do plan to read through the entire book of Leviticus in the Old Testament before moving on to the book of Luke in the New Testament. I would love to get your feedback on this, and you can provide that feedback through Patreon, through Acast, through Facebook, and let me know what you think. Now, with no further ado, let's snuggle in to our favorite sleeping positions and get ready to fall asleep while listening to God's word. Let's take those three deep breaths. One. Two. And three. Very nicely done. Now, as I read these final chapters of Exodus, I often think that some of it repeats. And if some of the words do sound familiar, That is because some of the phrases and the instructions were given before. The difference is, when you heard these words and phrases and instructions before, they were God's instructions to Moses so that Moses could pass them on to the workers. In 37... Tonight, we are reading about how those craftsmen and workers were implementing those instructions. And so, a lot of this will sound familiar. Let's read Exodus 37. Bezalel made the ark of acacia wood, two and a half cubits long, a cubit and a half wide, and a cubit and a half high. He overlaid it with pure gold, both inside and out, and made a gold molding around it. He cast four gold rings for it and fastened them to its four feet with two rings on one side and two rings on the other. Then he made poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. 
and he inserted the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark to carry it. He made the atonement cover of pure gold, two and a half cubits long and a cubit and a half wide. Then he made two cherubim out of hammered gold at the ends of the cover. He made one cherub on one end and the second cherub on the other. At the two ends, he made them of one piece with the cover. The cherubim had their wings spread upward, overshadowing the cover with them. The cherubim faced each other, looking toward the cover. They made the table of acacia wood, two cubits long, a cubit wide, and a cubit and a half high. Then they overlaid it with pure gold and made a gold molding around it. They also made around it a rim a hand breadth wide and put gold molding on the rim. They cast four gold rings for the table and fastened them to the four corners where the four legs were. The rings were put close to the rim to hold the poles used in carrying the table. The poles for carrying the table were made of acacia wood and were overlaid with gold, and they made from pure gold the articles for the table, its plates and dishes and bowls and its pitchers for the pouring out of drink offerings. They made the lampstand of pure gold and hammered it out, base and shaft, its flower-like cups Buds and blossoms were of one piece with it. Six branches extended from the sides of the lampstand, three on one side and three on the other. Three cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms were on one branch. Three on the next branch, and the same for all six branches extending from the lampstand. And on the lampstand were four cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms. One bud was under the first pair of branches extending from the lampstand a second bud under the second pair, and a third bud under the third pair, six branches in all. The buds and the branches were all of one piece with the lampstand, hammered out of pure gold. They made it seven lamps, as well as its wick trimmers and trays of pure gold. 
They made the lampstand and all its accessories from one talent of pure gold. They made the altar of incense out of acacia wood. It was square, a cubit long and a cubit wide and two cubits high. Its horns of one piece with it. They overlaid the top and all the sides and the horns with pure gold. And they made a gold molding around it. They made two gold rings below the molding, two on opposite sides to hold the poles used to carry it. They made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. They also made the sacred anointing oil and the pure fragrant incense, the work of a perfumer. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod 
and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. <laughs>